Welcome to A Healthy Bite, where you'll get bite-sized bits of motivation to help you get on the fast track to excellent health. Get ready for a three-part series with Rebecca Hoff, the creator of ThatOrganicMom.com and author Jamie Amarine of Sacred Grounds Sticky Floors, administrators of the popular online women's group, Hope Lively, a place where they created for women who are looking for hope while dealing with chronic illness or simply in need of emotional support. Are you overworked, overwhelmed, and burned out? You're not alone. Listen in as Rebecca and Jamie offer encouragement with a new way of looking at the hot topic of self-care. It's probably not what you think. You can also watch this conversation on Jamie's YouTube channel. So check it out. Get ready to dish with the girls. Hey, I'm Jamie Amarine. And I'm Rebecca Huff. Hi, Rebecca Huff. This is so much fun. It's like we're together. Again. Yeah, together again. Oh, hey, my timer just went off. Um, so I guess I set it for 12 seconds instead of 12 minutes. Good job. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I wanted to talk, we're talking self-care. Um, again, I want to talk about, this is my favorite self-care scripture, which this is from the message. I don't usually love the message translation, but I, I love this. And it's First uh, Peter 5, uh, live carefree before God. He is most, most careful with you. And that was whenever I um, first learned the message of grace and learned that there was nothing else that I could do or say to make him love me anymore. That was one of the scriptures that's, that most stuck, that he is more, most careful with you. And because I was in the mindset that I was in trouble and anything bad that ever happened to me was because he was punishing me and that he was dishing out this horrible stuff because I was the worst. And so I loved that. He is most careful with you. Yeah. What verse did you say that was? First Peter. First Peter five. Uh, sorry, first, I lied. Hold on. First uh, Peter five seven. Yeah. Ironically, yeah. that was my verse as well. But I, I'm not sure which version. You no, know, and I liked your version too. I want to hear that again. Just giving all your anxiety and burdens to God because He cares for you. Because he cares for you, right? Yeah. I mean, so, if he cares for you. Right. Yeah. We're in the, the mindset, and I think so many times we've heard this from other people where, um, you know, oh, God must be trying to show you something, you know, <laughs> or it has to be, it has to be hard. It has to be, you know, he's, he's refining you with the fire. And yeah, no. <laughs> He, he did the, he did the hard thing. There's no catching up to the, the hard thing that happened. Um, and nothing can separate you from his love. So I think it's really, and truly a lot of times with self-care, it's common sense. Instead of this, um, mindset that you're stealing, um, from the poor when you take a luxury bubble bath or a vacation. And, and I remember there was somebody at our church one time that used to say that, God, forgive me. We're taking a vacation. Really? Well, I think a lot of it has to do with, you know, I hate to say this, but our upbringing, Mm -hmm. a lot of it. I vividly remember as a child, if I heard my dad's tires on the gravel, I jumped up off the couch. I turned off days of our lives and I started cleaning because Mm -hmm. I didn't want him to come home and find me sitting and I, I carried that into my adulthood for the longest. I would not want anyone to come into my house and find me relaxing on the couch, which is ridiculous, really. Because if you're well, not I, relaxed I on the couch. Do, 
Yeah, no, I don't. You're going to do it at your house. Where are you going to do it? Yeah. Um, I remember it's not been very long ago that Justin came home and caught me taking a nap, and I was horrified and embarrassed and apologized. And <laughs> I'm so sorry. I was taking a nap. I'm sorry. I was napping you know, on a chase. Um, <laughs> no, I, I totally get that. Yeah. And I understand, I, I don't know how to fix it other than just practicing this and reminding yourself that there is nothing wrong with taking care of yourself. I'm sure that you took care of all of Justin's needs that day as well. You know, it's not like you said, hey, stop by McDonald's on your way home. Get yourself something to eat. I'm going to take a nap. No, I didn't. So no reason to feel guilty about no. it. And, you know, he's so generous. He's also so generous with um, caring for me that it, it's almost, you know, I like to think of it this way too. Like if you had a bag of $1 million and went and sat down with someone, you were going to give them $1 million and it was going to utterly change the entire scope of their life. Everything about their life was going to be different. And you sat down and you handed them the bag and they set the bag down next to them and started talking to you about how broke they were. And you're just like, <laughs> in the bag stop and just look in the bag. And for me, that that's how I feel that I was with Jesus forever is that he was like, I, I came to give you life and peace and joy abundant. You're doing a great job. I love you. You're wonderful. Take a freaking nap, you know? And it, it's so it's that look in the bag, idiots, you know, open the bag and, and that's see a perfect what, analogy. Yeah. See what's there for you. See, see how ab- abundance, I think, you know, people, um, get all freaked out over abundance, but abundance isn't money. Abundance is peace, joy, abundant, (laughs) you know, and I had none of those things um, prior to actually when I was writing my book, but the, the, the mindset was that I needed to achieve those things and a free gift. And if you purchase something, it's no longer a gift. And if you earn something, it's a wage. So these things, um, I think it's even the mindset of, well, I, I deserve this. And I think that that mindset actually takes us down a rabbit hole where then we're overindulgent and we have remorse. So instead of this set um, plan for caring for oneself, it gets completely out of control. And the next day you wake up next to an empty bag of Cheetos and an empty bottle of tequila and, you know, and then you're like, oh, instead of like a set, this is for me. This is for me because it's going to make me feel good and because it's a blessing. Definitely. And I think what you said, it, it kind of triggered something in my memory is I tried to explain that gift giving thing to someone as, you know, I, I, at one point had given someone something that was very valuable and there's no way they could have afford, they could have afforded to pay me for it. And I didn't want them to, it was a gift from me to them. And they were just, overwhelmed with gratitude and and I didn't want them to feel bad or anything but they started then offering to give me a little bit of money for it and I'm like I I don't want you to give me a little bit of money If, if you give me money all you are getting from me I'm just giving you a good deal you know what I want to actually give you is a gift and there's a huge difference between you know she gave me this and I I bought it for five dollars but it's worth five hundred and and she gave me this, no strings attached. I mean, right. 
how we should be looking at it. Because when you, when you add to it, you're devaluing God's gift that he's already given to you. You're like saying, well, can I give you just a little bit for it? It yeah. just is. It's, it, well, it undermines it and it undermines it from a spiritual aspect and from a physical aspect. If we get into the, if, if women especially get into the mindset of what we are deserved or what we're owed, I mean, seriously, it, the, it, it robs from the, the people that we're serving and it robs from us. And like I said, for me, when I was in the mindset of, well, I deserve this instead of just, this is how I care for myself. Instead of trying to pay myself back mm -hmm. for all my good deeds, I ended up making colossal mistakes that weren't good for me, you know, because it was like I was owed something. And, and I was at the opposite end of that spectrum. I never did any self-care because I didn't think I deserved any of it. Yeah, that's dangerous too. But you think about, serious, seriously thinking about that from either angle, um, if, if there, there's some anger that comes along with thinking, I deserve this, so I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it, you know, come hell or high water, this is for me, versus the calmness of the balance of understanding it's okay, that this is my thing and this is the thing that I need to make things go well for everybody else that I'm taking care of. Right. So, and then, yeah, if you don't think you deserve it, that's even just as, and I think that that brings you to a whole nother breaking point, you know. It definitely does. Yeah. So. Mentally and physically. Yes. And spiritually. Yeah. Yeah. And we, I, some of it, I've been thinking about this as I'm taking notes for um, some weight loss stuff that I'm doing and, and my next book proposal and stuff. And um, it really is, sometimes I think we put too much spiritual into just what, I mean, if you, if you're going to look at it from this point of view, cause I've always said this about my weight watchers points where, you know, the Lord's last straw, like, like it's not that he doesn't care. I mean, he knows every hair on my head, but when you stop thinking that that is something that separates you from God or that he is, that's such a huge concern to him about how he feels about you. There is such a lull of just, it's so, there's so much relief to it that you can actually have a relationship with Jesus because there's, you don't have to explain yourself to him. You're not in trouble. Everything's cool. And, and expectations are gone. Yeah. And then it's just a bubble bath. It's not robbing from your children or, you know, overindulgent or any of those things. It's just the simple gift of peace of mind. And yeah, it's good. And, and that made me think of something else is your family benefits from you taking care of yourself but not only that they actually we think they don't want us to have self-care but that's a wrong mindset I know my kids love when I just take a pajama day or I say I'm just gonna sit on the couch and read books all day today my kids like get so excited you'd think there was five feet of snow outside and they were going sledding because it's, it's, it's like, it's great. We get to see mom relaxing and sitting down. This is unusual. I mean, why would we think that our kids would not want us to take care of ourselves? I don't know. And you know, I actually, that being said, if you think about, um, <clears throat> when, when they buy something for you, um, my kids, I mean, my son Luke works at Lush in the, oh, wow. the 
And he was so excited for Christmas because everything that he bought was an indulgence, some way of blessing someone with rest and comfort. And he was excited, you know? And so um, it's actually a neat way to think of, of it is that it is a gift and it, and, and you take so much away from it when you're overthinking it, just do it, you know, just have that thing. That's your thing. And, um, and then I, I really do think verbalizing, even if it's just, you know, going to the grocery store by yourself. I mean, for me, any time alone is usually something that I can chalk up to self care. So a phone call with a friend or lunch or whatever, but I think that, we were just in the mindset that it has to be this huge, big thing and that there needs to be some resolve of guilt with it. So, but really what it actually is, is structuring your day in a way that you don't feel like you need to escape from it. You know, structure your day, build in those little bits of self care here and there to the point where you don't feel like you need a vacation to recuperate from your life. That's how I'm looking at self-care is just every day. How can I take care of myself a little bit today? Because along the same lines as this, I don't know if you remember a while back, it was pretty controversial about the me time, the me time myth or something like that. You know, like, is it wrong to take someone, maybe a blogger out there somewhere had written an article about me time and how selfish me time is. And I remember reading that and thinking, oh, and, and, then, and then I was super guarded about ever saying I was taking me time, which it wasn't even a phrase that I would use. But I think the guilt trip, you know, it did, did a lot of harm. Well, and I mean, <laughs> it's really silly. I, I think that sometimes with blog posts too, that sometimes people just like the shock factor, you know, dear mama, kind of, you know. I know mm-hmm. how you're feeling. Uh, no, you don't. <laughs> well, kind of, I mean, I get her point because what yeah. I think he was trying to say is that when we take me time, we just end up wanting more of it. And so, you know, in a way I can see that like when I do have time alone, like, you know, I have my days that my husband is off work and he lets mm-hmm. me have some time to do my thing. And, you know, yes, I do look forward to that day each week, but it's not like, oh, I wish I had Tuesdays and Thursday. I don't feel that way. No, I'm completely, you know, rejuvenated and ready to take on another week. But that's, that brings me to the point of, I have created in my day, in my life, just a lifestyle of taking care of myself so that I can continue taking care of them. I mean, as you get older, I think self-care is even more important. So I tell my young girls, my daughters are not, they're not all young, you know, they're spread all out, but I tell them get in the habit of taking care of yourself now so that it will be that habit later. And you won't have to go through this. Oh, how am I going to take care of my Like, And it's not even that I wake up and think, how am I going to take care of myself today? I have made those steps, habits, taking my Mm -hmm. vitamins, drinking enough water, going to bed. I go to bed at the same time. Every night I turn my phone off two hours before I go to sleep. That's my self-care because I don't want to be looking at other people's problems on my phone, whether it's text from other people or whether it's somebody's rant on Facebook or uh, the fire I need to put out in my email inbox, whatever it is, 
I don't want to be thinking about that when I'm getting ready to go to bed. So for me, self-care is turning my phone off, putting it somewhere not in my bedroom, not near my bed. That's and, brilliant. Yeah. And then I like just, I, that's my, I'm off. Okay. Before we had cell phones, you weren't on all the time. You oh, weren't, that's a good point. You weren't accessible at any minute of the day. Do you ever realize, like, if you want to tell me something, every thought that pops into my head, I tell my husband instantly, I feel sorry for the man. He's at work trying to do his job. And I'm like, well, so-and-so did such-and-such. I can't even imagine. Like, what? And then I tell myself, why? Why are you doing that? Because, you know, back before cell phones, did I call every single time? Oh, guess what just happened? No, no. I mean, I was go through our day. I texted Justin while I was at the grocery store today, and I texted him like two things that Sam did, and then I texted him some lady wasn't dressed appropriately, and then I te- <laughs> I texted him and I was like checking out. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I mean it's it, like a play-by-play of the grocery store, and that really is. Those are really good points. I. Sh- I mean, there's I sh- nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying you shouldn't text your husband. No, I'm saying like, I, I just, I'm thinking what, what you said though, that is so poignant is that, yeah. When, when did it become necessary for that to happen? And then two, when he's home, it's, this is a whole nother issue, I guess. And I know we need to wrap up, but do I talk to him that much when he's at home? Um, and I really do think in some ways, you know, we run out of conversations because he's had the play-by-play. <laughs> right. Well, anyways, that is a good way to practice self-care. And I have done it for several years now. And that is something that has helped me tremendously. I get up at the same time and go to bed at the same time every day of the week, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, all of the days. And because that sets my, my sleep cycle and I don't, I don't use an alarm. I haven't used an alarm. I can't even remember using an alarm because if, if you get up at the same time every single day, your body gets used to getting up at that time. I mean, obviously it takes time to set your sleep cycle. But so then, yeah, turn your phone off for a while. 10 minutes. <laughs> really smart. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you know, this is off the subject, but we live, you know, the house we're living in right now is 10,000 square feet. And so there's been a couple of times, well, no, that Luke has been locked out. He'll get off work at like 11 and he's locked out and he'll call our cell phones and say, you know, hey, somebody let me in. (laughs) And there was one time I woke up and it was like two hours later. He didn't end up going to a friend's house. That has happened to my son as well. My son's had to spend the night with a friend. My son's actually slept in our garage before because no one would let him in. Well, my husband doesn't turn off his phone and my other teenage daughter, before she moved out, she did not turn off her cell phone at night. So when he would come home, cause I go to bed early, you mm-hmm. know, I'm the earliest to bed person in this house. And so they know I turn my phone off like seven o'clock or whatever. And so they would text each other or call each other. They would never call me in the case of an emergency. Oh, nope. Too late for mom to have an emergency. <laughs> I mean, that's sacred time to me. I guard that time. So it's so valuable to me because that's my, that's my self care is giving myself Mm -hmm. that downtime and and getting myself sleep. That's a a note to end on. Feel like Rebecca. That's oh gosh. No, No, I, I, you know, I, I really do think that I need to get my phone away from me before bed. 
That would be a good, a good little self-care. You can start with like 15 minutes before you go to sleep and then I just the two hours. I like that two hour thing. I know. You'll be amazed at how your mind gets freed up. Suddenly yeah. you actually can hear your own thoughts and you actually start thinking some new thoughts, not what other people want you to think at that moment. You're going to love this it. This is brilliant. So, so, okay. So this has been, um, another episode with Jamie and Rebecca where Jamie just starts something she's going to try. <laughs> I don't know. Thanks for listening to a healthy bite where you get bite-sized bits of information from my mom to help you on your path to wellness. Remember, you can find more detailed information at thatorganicmom.com.